0: and welcome to the Cast. This is episode number five, the weekly strategy meeting. Suppose you were to come across someone in the woods working really hard to cut down a tree. And so you ask, what are you doing? Can't you see, comes the reply, I'm sawing down this tree. You look exhausted. How long have you been at it, you ask. Over five hours, he says, and I'm beat. This is really hard work. Well, applying some leadership and management expertise that we all have. You think, well, why don't you take a break for a few minutes and maybe sharpen that saw? I'm sure it would go a lot faster. And the reply comes, I don't have time to sharpen the saw. The man says emphatically, I'm too busy sawing. Now that story, that excerpt comes out of a book, The Seven Habits of Highly, Success- Highly Effective People, there we go, by Stephen Covey. It's a great book. This happens to be habit number seven and it's appropriately entitled, Sharpen the Saw. This aligns so much with purpose of what we're gonna be talking about in this episode. The weekly strategy meeting is a time for us organizationally to come together as leaders to see how well we're doing and to pause just a bit, to reflect, to sharpen the saw, to make adjustments, to make that change as necessary. One of the things we want to talk about in this episode is bringing some clarity to why do we do this, and then how do we do it, and what sort of things are in mind from a leadership perspective, what do we need to bring to the table to make these reviews come off as good as they should. Well, the first thing we have to get to it is d- simply addressing the question, do we live up to the title of this episode at all? Do we have a weekly strategy meeting or is our current cadence something different? You know, the whole idea behind strategy is is a, is for the organization to deploy what it wants to do going forward, going into and driving the business, the method of doing that is something also called hoshinkanri or policy deployment. Now, hoshinkanri, another Japanese term, there simply means compass needle. Hoshin, compass, kanri, needle. Are we going in the right direction? Now, prudence would tell us that the more often that we take a look at these gauges. The more effective we're going to be in ultimately getting to where we want to go, serving our strategic needs, our strategic goals, our mission, and ultimately our vision to keep us going in the right direction. But we also want to have some accountability of how we get this done and who is doing it and what does it mean to be, you know, if the needle is going in the right direction or not, do we have effective needles and gauges to show us that? Now we're not gonna touch on every last detail related to the strategic meeting itself and what might be part of your strategic plan, but we're gonna hit a number of these big key issues. And we're gonna start with the very first thing, and that's the purpose. Why do we get together at all about strategic meetings and taking a look at strategy? Even if our cadence is something less than weekly, why do we get together at all? Well, there's really three purposes, very clear purposes that that, that kind of surface that'll, that'll answer this. Purpose number one is we wanna keep our plan on track. Again, that goes back to the earlier comments. How are we gonna know if we're on track at all if our review pieces, if our time that we come to the ship's bridge and have a look at the instruments and look out front and take a look at the weather, if we're really advancing or not, we need that proof of evidence to ensure that we are on course that we are maintaining a speed that we are still advancing on the things that we want to advance on that we're holding our gains with those things that we found important and improved but we're also working on what's next as appropriate not biting off more than we can can chew but simply are we concentrated on our wigs our wildly important goals are we successful in moving toward them, toward achieving the targets that have been defined as being essential. So keeping, to the, keeping the plan on track is a manner of us establishing a really good set of behaviors and a mindset that says we will meet weekly. And of course coming out of the book, The Four Disciplines of Execution, which we've all read, right? Would suggest that 20 minutes a week maybe as much as 40 minutes. I know my clients, I've seen anywhere from 20 to as much as an hour, and they typically call it quits as an, at an hour if it goes beyond that. But that regular cadence of taking a look at what are our top objectives? What have we done in the last six days or the last week? What have we done to, are we advancing on these things? Are we stuck? Have we fell into decline in any way? We want to keep that plan on track right because a number of these things are we, we put time frames around from X to Y by when and that when date might be quickly approaching we want to ensure that our efforts during the week amongst us as leaders and the other leaders and managers within the organization are aligned so it's an alignment check in the old sailing world they used to call that reckoning point of reckoning or a time of reckoning which they typically in the sailing days would do at night they would try to find on a clear night look at the stars and use a sextant to identify exactly where they were versus where they thought they were in an effort to keep on track to keep the right course so purpose number one is to keep the plan on track not just moving on track and there's a difference right we can be very busy and not be on track. This is to keep it to the plan. Are we sticking to the plan, the strategic plan, that we originally had outlined? Now, purpose number two, the weekly strategy meeting becomes a mechanism for identifying and acting upon opportunities to improve both processes and the management systems that reside Around them, the ones we currently have deployed in our facilities. We have strategies that require us to do perhaps something new or to focus our attention. Right, they're the wildly important goals. They might be some of the the the, the children projects that are part of that are related to us hitting those goals. What are the processes? We're down at the process level. Are those processes? A. What are they? are they working yes no green red are they working in favor of us meeting that strategy or not do they give us the visibility do they allow us to understand well if we do this process is there is there enough of of it being standardized that we can count on it happening over and over again or is it something that's a bit more slippery perhaps we have tribal knowledge and there's only tribal knowledge that's out there deployed in the facility, in the plant. And what do we get? Where we have better tribal knowledge, perhaps more experienced tribal knowledge, we get better results. Let's just say from shift one to shift two to shift three, and we find that one of the shifts stands out or is better at hitting, let's say a target for quality or production, throughput, delivery. And it's upon us then, it's upon our team to be curious what are the processes that contribute to this? Do we have enough traction, enough visibility out there? Does our current Hoshin Conry strategy, does our current deployment, is it working at that level? Do we understand truly what's giving us the results that we're getting? And if we do, great. I mean, that's fantastic if we do, right? Because then we can start talking about standardizing something. We say, well, this works. We know what works and we know what doesn't work. And this over here works, option A works best. Standardize process A, let's go with that. And suddenly we start to bring more stability to our process. And then of course, then to the metric that supports us moving in the strategic direction we need to go. Now, by contrast, if we find something that's unstable, it's all over the the road, we're not really clear This weekly meeting, again, is the mechanism for us to act upon that, to dig deep, to ask questions quickly, to do a little bit of practical problem solving. Not all of it. This doesn't turn into a problem solving uh, event in itself, but simply address the questions. Do we believe we understand what the root cause is? What are our countermeasures going to be between now and next week? and who's going to do them, who's going to follow up and ensure that we are trying something new and that that something new is well-defined and documented so we know what we've done. So again, we're a learning organization. So purpose number two, a mechanism for identifying and acting upon opportunities to improve both the system of management, how do we go about achieving stability with this? Is it an audit? Probably, right? New standards always require some auditing eyes on them. For a period of time, I'll say 90 days, prudence would say 90 days, until we're sure that the culture has absorbed the new way, the new standards are being utilized by the workforce, therefore sustaining our improvement for quality delivery costs or the employee metrics, and that we can enjoy then a rock-solid movement toward achieving that strategy. We have cost under control here. We have better control of quality. We have a better, more stabilized control of delivery or throughput or uptime. And the other piece is the thing: if the management system itself, again, does it require us to modify something perhaps like leader standard work? Or maybe the metric that we're looking at here in, in the strategic meeting, in our weekly meeting, maybe this metric, which is brand new, right? We're just trying stuff out. Maybe this gauge belongs on the local board out in the production uh, area or out in the shipping area or over an inventory control. Maybe this metric, the one we've been talking about, the one we've been using in the short term is something that belongs placed in a more effective part of the organization, closer to the users, right? Respect for people, people closest to the work, have the best ideas of how and what to change. Maybe we can share this with them. So purpose number two, a mechanism for identifying and acting on opportunities to improve the management systems and our processes. So we can go after our quality metrics. So we can go after our delivery metrics and our cost metrics and and metrics that help us understand are are our employees safe? Are they well-trained? Is the morale good? If these things relate to our strategy, our strategic needs. Now the third purpose of the weekly strategy meeting, it becomes a basic element in our company's learning process. I'll say that again. The third reason we meet weekly is that we, as the leaders, it starts to form a basic element in our company's learning process. What does it say? We don't have all the answers. We don't even have all the questions. I mean, if we're being really honest, this time that we come together allows us to expose and advance on both of those fronts. Are we asking the right questions? Are we getting the right results? Are we taking the right activities? Is it working? Yes, no. Can we sustain the things that are working? What sort of things are required to do that? Yes, things at the very tactical level, what people specifically do, checklists and tasks, and all those sorts of things too. But from a management perspective, what do we, and I say that the royal we, need to do to ensure that our gains are held? Not up here just from the wheelhouse, but down low, or at the departmental level, where they were better suited by the users and have visibility by the users. So that third purpose becomes an element for us. It's a proving ground to us. It allows us to get comfortable with understanding that we don't have all the answers. Do we have m- perhaps more questions than answers? Yes, expect that. But we also have to be pioneers and discoverers to some, to some degree of our own work. And week over week, that's the underlying goal is for us to s- discover more and more about how and what we do yields what outcomes. One of the things we want to do this is changing our routine, It's changing our mindset from a senior leadership perspective, from a strategic perspective. We want to change up the routine. In the book, uh, uh, Habits, what's the name of this book? The Power of Habit. That's right, I had to take a look. The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. He mentions the golden rule of habits. And there's an excerpt in it. And he speaks to um, uh, coach Tony Dungy, right? He's a very renowned uh, football coach. And there's a quote that Tony said: "Champions don't do extraordinary things; they do ordinary things, but they do them without thinking too fast for the other team to react. Champions don't do extraordinary things." they master the ordinary. We, here's our opportunity to say and bring to us, to remind us on a weekly basis, we need to learn. We need to be the teachers and the learners simultaneously about what's going on under our roof. Here's where when we we come together, our 20 minutes or 40 minutes or no more than 60 minutes when we talk about meeting for a weekly strategy meeting, We want to understand that this time is sacred space. Here's where we have the most robust uh, ground rules, if you will. There are absolutely no bad questions. None. None at all. Every problem that we introduce to ourselves, to the organization, to our team, allows us to move closer and understand a bit more about our work. It introduces us to ourselves. It introduces us to our work and reminds us that there's pieces of it, there's facets of it, there's entire veins of it that remain to be discovered. And what we do with this experience in this time, positive or constructive, defines who we become as a leadership team how we go about doing it what we do with this experience in this sacred time and space defines who we become as a leadership group you see because when we get together in this strategy planning session the session itself is it's not a place for us just to be good it's a place for us to be honest about what's working what's happening what's not what do we know? What can we measure? and what parts don't we we don't understand? I, I, I don't get that. I don't understand that. I need more information. It's also not a place for us to perform. It's a place for us to be present. We don't just show up and say, well, my department is doing this and you know, we roll off with this kind of traditional, practice of I'm only gonna talk about my real estate and that's it and I'm gonna give you the highlights I'll give you the lowlights and after that well my people are working on that no 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 it's a place for us to be present to be humble to be honest to be equal to be curious about our peers to be curious about the other parts of the business to be curious about the other parts of the management system that we maybe, maybe we know about, maybe we don't know about. Maybe we're not familiar with those processes over there that are key to our organization being successful in this quarter, in this week, in this month. It's not a place for us just to be right. I knew that was gonna happen. I told you this was gonna be the way. It's a place for us Our meeting in time and place is a place for us to be known as courageous, as curious, as patient people, as one that encourages each other to ask bold questions, maybe to ask really simple questions. Show me. Can you show us this? What are the data types that were used? Are we sure this is the best method? So again, we're bridging the questions as a group. As a leadership team, it's a time for us to come together to be known as our individuals, but also as a team player. Curious and anxious and responsive to everyone's success. And lastly, it's not a place to prove your worth. You know, it's not a place to, to to show off. It's not a place to say, "Well, here's my 48 spreadsheets." It's a place for us. It's a time. It's a meeting time and place for us to receive the truth about the business. So there's equality. So there's a shared accountability. So there's shared respect, and shared skills. We want to create in this meeting some creative tension. right? Without creative tension, we're not gonna have as good a chance of getting to that, that, that future state. We wanna use creative tension to help us envision where we are right now, to help us see and understand where we are versus our current condition. What else could we do, might we do together? What haven't we tried? What what do you know maybe that I don't in terms of a technique, a method, uh, an approach, a a communication, a style, a piece that's gonna allow us to advance on the things that are most important to the business that have been highlighted in the strategic plan. A mindset. I've learned this from a client a few years ago. This might be something else that we can leverage in this meeting time in our changing of the routine, is perhaps the mindset itself. Yeah, we talk about meeting weekly, and that's super vitally important, but what about a quarter to win? What if the time period we're in right now, whatever it is, what if you were in the last quarter of the year, and the, the results that are on the board, right now, today, this week, what if these were the numbers? What are you gonna do? What would we do? What sort of urgency would that drive into our activities with keeping the plan on track, identifying and acting upon opportunities to improve both our management systems and the processes? And what are we doing about learning more about the business itself and all the work we're trying to do? Some simple questions we want to keep in mind. Did we accomplish what we intended to? How did we actually do? Actually, truly, not what we think we did, what did we do measurably from the last week? How did that actual actually compare with what we intended to do? What, again, what did, we, what did we try? What was our efforts to try to move from the previous week to this week? What did we get with that? What did we learn, right? There's two tracks in in lean thinking, and in in lean-minded leaders. There's success, we got what we were looking for. And then there's that other track that says, what did we learn? There is no fail. What did we learn? Did we analyze what happened to determine what we intend uh, to do? Do Do we have an action plan that comes as a result? And if the results are satisfactory, if we liked what we got, who's working on standardization, right? Because that's the last piece. There is no kaizen without standardization. If we want to bring stability to our strategy, if we're going to move forward with it, if we actually get the gauges to move in a favorable way, fantastic, awesome, quick, lock it in place. What did we? What did we do? What was the recipe? And and standardize that as appropriate. And then ask the question. What's the management system that surrounds that? What else do we need to do there to ensure that this strategy is, becomes rock solid? The weekly strategy meeting, super important. One of the most vital things you will do as a leader is to go to the bridge and once a week ensure that we are on course. Come prepared. Bring your data, bring your slides, bring your evidence, bring your picks, bring the breakouts, be there, be present. And maybe at the close of the meeting, maybe you have a quick, maybe it's not every meeting, maybe it's every other, maybe it's once a month, evaluate how well does the meeting itself work? What can we do to make the meeting more effective? May you find power in the simplicity of the weekly strategy meeting. That you understand the three purposes, keeping the plan on track, a mechanism for identifying opportunities to improve both process and system, and that it's a basic element in all of our learning processes. And may you inspire those you serve.